what it is. What's up? Got your person in, in the, the cut. cut. Hot damn. How you doing? I am good. <laughs> <laughs> Why'd you love? That was like a fake I'm good. That was fake. No, I'm good. Work has calmed down. Really? I'm happy. I'm, I'm excited. Um, I'm excited. It's how December. are you? Yeah. Exactly. It's December. Yeah. I mean, season's the compliments of the season, even exactly. though it only starts on the 16th. Compliments yeah. of the season. Because we're still working. I'm I'm working until next year. Oh. I, I don't, as I said, before. even during what is it, New Year's, you're working. Yeah, no, luckily for us, we've got the 16th is a public holiday, the 25th, the 26th. Mm. The I don't know if New Year's is a public holiday. I don't know. Is uh, it? A, it's a public holiday. Isn't I it? think so. I think so. So yeah, yeah. um, it's isn't not. It? New Year's, Day. New Year's Day is a public holiday, not New Year's Eve. Oh, not New Year's Eve. Uh, yeah, so you're going to be working New Year's Eve. Yeah, I'm going to be working, but and you know what? Be, it's a nine hectic. to five. It's going to be hectic because yeah. my industry, that's when we pick up. But anyway, um, welcome to another episode of The Sisterhood of the Traveling Goa. Yes. I'm Snesipo. I'm Misho. And this episode is brought to you by BBC Studios South Africa. Yes. So today again. we're doing another review of Small Acts, mm-hmm. episode four. This episode is titled Weetel. Yeah. Weetel? Weetel, Weetel. 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 In South Africa. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so this is ones. actually like a really cool episode. I mean, guys, if you haven't listened to our previous episodes please stop first of all go back listen to all of our small acts and and episodes. and you can catch the episodes on dstv catch up yes and bbc brits channel 120 at 8 p.m on mondays uh if you don't catch it on a monday you can catch it on catch up yeah i'll say it again BBC Brit DSTV Channel 180 at 8 p.m. on Mondays. Yes. If you don't catch it, then you can catch it on catch up. Catch it yes. on catch up. Catch Get it some on catch up. <laughs> Get some potatoes. Put some catch up on them. Okay. Do you know that my little brother actually calls what? tomato sauce catch up? Really? Cool. So this episode is also directed by Steve McQueen. Um, as you guys know, he directed uh, Widows and 12 Years a Slave. So he's really well known for doing really dope movies, but also documenting black life um, in a raw and relatable way that yeah. isn't trauma. So I think the last few episodes that we've reviewed, we've always gone back to that. And this one is another episode where yeah. the characters are portrayed with so much dignity that so we have much. to call it out from the job. But, but also like just very deeply human. Yes. Like, that's what I really enjoy. Like, there's dignity, but sometimes the way black characters are depicted, whether in film or um, in series or whatever, um, by whether it's other black directors or, or white directors, it just it, sometimes it just there's it like, crosses the line. It all crosses the, time. the line. Like there's no dignity. There's no the, the humanity does not stay intact. It's as if they're proper part of the set and yes. not like a human. So I think shout outs to Small X. Yeah. This this. Sit like series of films does not do that. Yeah, really proud of that. So this this um episode is actually based on award winning writer Alex Wheatle. Yeah, and um, yeah, man, this was sad. But yeah, it's a must watch mm-hmm. because I think it kind of shows you how in the darkest of darkest of places, in the darkest of darkest of lives. Mm when humans show up for us, even though it's in ways that we don't see within those moments, yeah. they can actually help us move closer towards ourselves, move closer towards the light, 
and move closer towards our purpose and shine. Yeah. So this story, again, is also about like finding purpose, but how it will never leave you and how even the, the, the darkest of things can trigger yeah. something so positive because this guy's got like more than 10 books yeah, and he's an award-winning writer. And I believe that he was actually involved in um, Small Acts itself and yes. they didn't know that the story, like they didn't know that the fourth film would actually be um, the story of his life. But mm-hmm. when he was sharing his story, they were moved to actually create um, this, this episode of film. Yeah. So I think I knew that it was going to be heavy like what i expected from it i knew i knew it was going to be heavy um but i i i didn't think it would be this that heavy heavy, exactly Um, because it was i saw when i was doing my pre-reading and Mm. everything that um it actually features all that a significant like an important moment a vital moment in alex's life Mm. was um the new crossfires which is something that actually really politicized him and made him like rage against the machine and actually stand up yeah. against um, the oppressive system that they, they existed in because they believed that the fire that killed 13 young black Britons um, at the time was actually mm. racially motivated. But the cops were suggesting that it, was, it wasn't. Yeah, it so wasn't. there were like riots and protests yeah. all over. It's so, it's so strange because as I was watching that, it actually took me... Instantly, um, back to Grenfell Tower Fire. Yes, 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 yes. I don't know if that was deliberate. You know, there's something very sad that I saw the other day where, um, and it had me thinking. Mm. Where there was this quote, I forgot who it was by, but basically that they they do not know a single black death that wasn't caused by anti-blackness. Exactly. And I was like, whoa, exactly. Because the people in the green, um, the fire that you were speaking to in 2017, they died because it was low-cost housing and things weren't being maintained and it was anti-poor and anti-black. And that's what caused those deaths. So I think this this just like really triggered me and was a very heavy episode, but a very important episode because of the way they depicted so many emotions that we all have experienced, even though we may not have been in that situation. So the main theme that I saw was like loneliness. Yeah. So, so essentially the reason why loneliness is a theme is essentially Alex is, I mean, I don't know if it's a spoiler, if you can, I don't think it's a spoiler. I don't think it's a spoiler. So essentially he had been displaced, I think from the, from the age of three, um, so he was born in his mom had abandoned him. Yeah. Um, and the dad couldn't take care of him. Yeah. So his his dad uh, basically gave, gave him away uh, to a home, and essentially he had spent a better part of his life mistreated, mm. um, severely, severely mistreated. And it was also it wasn't just like the normal mistreatment. Right? It was also there's it's a racially, racial layer yeah, racially well, charged. Yeah. Um, so it was incredibly racially charged. There was that element. And yeah, man, like, yeah, like the, the loneliness was so palpable. Um, I, I think of the scene where he's, he's fought with his uh, classmate and they put him in a straitjacket. Mm, and he's, mm, I love that mm. scene personally. Because I, I, as I was watching, I was kind of like busy with other things. And then like, there was like a lot of, I was sort of in and out of watching. And then there was like, like we all do silence. as second screeners. Listen, <laughs> it's a tr- there it's was a like there was complete silence, and I was like, "What is going on here?" Like the silence mm, was like mm. it was a long silence, 
and I remember like I, I, I then rewinded back to the, the scene before and the, the way they used silence and just stillness um, to, to depict loneliness and, and displacement was just, and was uh, just so amazing. Alienation, because alienation, I think... Alienation, yeah. In, and this is something that a lot of us ex- have experienced considering the, the, the kind of schools that we went to and the spaces that we occupied. I can safely say that for the first 15 years of my life, outside of my home setting and my family, which is something that he didn't even have, yeah. every social space that I occupied, I would be one or one of two mm-hmm. black people and I would be so lonely in so many experiences that I would have in those spaces yeah. while still having to act like an active participant. Yeah. So that was like, I, I, it was very triggering. Yeah. But I, it's funny. It that was you, an important thing to see yeah. because it speaks to like the assimilation that, 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 that we've had to, the forced assimilation yeah. and the conditioning and how there comes a moment where you realize what being black truly means yeah. in these spaces. And I think it, it was very sad to witness him going through that because it was as if like he was learning to walk again. Yeah. And that was something that I experienced for the first time in varsity. Mm-hmm. Like when I got to UCT and it was like Fismas full time. And even before that, I got to UCT and I naturally gravitated towards black, like a black circle of friends. It was mm-hmm. the first time in my life that I'd ever been in an academic setting and a social setting where there were so many black people. Yeah. Like, I was like, what? And it was black people that were like me because growing up in the township, not all the other black kids had the same privileges that I had. Yeah. So I was like, you're privileged here. And then you go into white spaces and it's like, you're very underprivileged here. Yeah. And then you, you just don't belong. Yeah. So when I got to varsity, it was the first time where I was like, oh my God, like there are people who are just like me, yeah. who, ex- who have experienced the world just like me. And like, who can actually walk this journey that I'm walking towards myself yeah. with me. So that to me was like, wow. Yeah. For me, for me, it was the depiction of confinement and oh, confined sh- spaces. Yes, just yes, in general. yes, yes. Because if we, if you notice in the film, like there's that, there's the straight jacket, but there's also like how the spaces that he has, has, has essentially occupied have always been small and yes, confined to show yes. that he himself is small, is small yes, and confined, yes, yes. Uh, um, just phys- well, figuratively and mm. literally. Mm. Um, so I mean, from the his hostel to the the prison cell, yes, to literally. But it's actually like wild yeah. how. Um, so I think the prison cell also like shows the importance of companionship which yeah. what which the his introduction to blackness also does right so that with scene? the with the friendship and like oh. the first time like with with the friend that he had who was like this bad boy or who'd yeah. be seen as a bad boy i really enjoyed that character yeah. i think it was cast very well and like how he was like an out Cider, like an outcast yeah, and like almost. always misbehaving, like mm. doing illegal things here and there. But he showed him so much love and care, yeah. even though he was that guy. And I thought that was so important because yeah. often in our lives, the people who bring us closer to ourselves are the people that our parents would have told us to stay away from. I, I mean, even the, the man in the prison cell. Yes. Think yes. about that, how, you know, that's someone who saw him for what 
was going on. And he said, you right there. And then he was like, he asked him, he embraced him, in fact, and said, what is your story? Yes, and he broke down. never been listened to. He had never been seen story. Yes. in that way. He had never been acknowledged in that way. And that really touched me. I, and I, I think was like, oh my God. It was interesting how literally after that scene, you see the prison cell getting bigger. Yes. I think that was really yes. dope. Like oh you my actually, word. It feels like it's a much bigger room. It yes. feels like... It doesn't even feel like a prison cell anymore because yeah. the energy just shifts. Yeah, and he's probably feeling less and less confined within himself, I in that his was spaces. Dope. That was really That amazing. actually reminded me of Rez. Like, I had this friend, Ella, and she was, like, wild. Like, she was such an amazing person, but she was the kind of person that had been picked on, like, a lot. But she made me so confident and, like, pushed me so much more mm. towards myself because she throughout everything that she'd been through she was still very real and yes. she was still very much herself yeah and i thought that was really cool that like it's like no people can say this about me people can mock me about this but yeah. at the end of the day there's nothing that feels more comfortable than, than being, being me, me. yeah and like oh you'll get God. people who will open you up like that and yeah. i feel like that other prisoner really did that for him. Right. And it, it was just wild how, like, within all of this companionship, and we're going to jump around a lot because that's what yeah. the story does, right? Yeah. Um, he first saw a functional family as an adult. Yes. That was so sad for me. And it's so funny because when the friend was inviting him, he was like, so listen, my family can be a lot. But it's like, what is a lot for it, someone like who's that? Who's never had a yeah. family, you know? you know? And I think that that was, like, so sad mm. but at the same time so like interesting that this guy that's like a bad guy actually has the sweet family exactly so that, that was like a really dope um mix yeah but yeah i've spoken about bojop in every single episode <laughs> but this episode guys yeah. like it was used as a part of character development and it literally yes. like ref it, it reflected how we develop with our clothes as well in yes. real life because yeah. i look at my own personal style and like where I was when I was very performative and like trying to project a certain image of myself, yeah. where I am now when I'm like way more confident with myself. And that was actually like shown so well in the film because yeah. when he's in this white community, he's dressing in a certain way, he's speaking in a certain way. His he doesn't hair even is looking in a certain way. His hair is raggedy. raggedy. He's got like the adoption, like <laughs> private school boy after swimming hair on lock. He was ashy. Those people were not putting cream on him. At he was all. going through a lot. And then he meets this black friend and he puts him onto swag. Yeah, I mean, and when they first the meet, I, I think he goes for a haircut. Yeah, he took him for amazing. a blowout. Yeah. Like, he changes the way he talks. He changes the way he walks. And that to me was also very interesting because I was like, wow. Yeah. The range of the accents, the code switching, the range of the clothing, um, the way as he's getting more militant and more politicized, yeah. he gets more swaggy, he yeah. gets more like wearing confident. a whole lot more black. He was like, he was <laughs> killing it. He was like yeah. a real person. What was his rap name? And also just like before yeah. that, like the how he how he found himself through music also. Yes, that, that was expression. Really, really and that was dope, actually yeah. something that I could relate to because yes. before I learned how to express myself through words music and through speaking that. about myself, I could find the person that I wanted to be or I could connect with that person yeah. through music yes, and same. lyrics and all of that. So yeah. I thought that was like done really, really well. Yeah. But I think it, this this episode, we, it might be like the shortest review that we do because it was so straight to the point. It was yeah. also the shortest episode that we've yes, seen. I don't is, know if yeah, the, so the next one is going to be longer. This is the shortest one. But like, I was so impressed with 
how straight to the point yeah. they were with through the wardrobe, yeah. through the usage of music, through the usage of accents, through his um, expressions when he is within community because yeah. he started being, initially was very shy, he was an outcast, nobody wanted him and yeah. it took him so long to accept that there are actually people who are good yeah. and who will do things for you out of the goodness of their heart because they like having you around. And then you actually start realizing that, oh my God, there's something likable about me. Yeah. Why do I hate myself so much? I can actually just be myself and there will be people who will be there for me. Yeah. And I thought that was done like really well because even in the jail um, scene, the guy with the dreads could see that this tough guy you're projecting is not you. It's not you. Yeah. Be yourself. You Talk are. to me. Yeah. Let's form like a relationship. Let's move forward because we're going to be confined together for some time. Exactly. So even with his friends, they embraced him and you just start seeing him also starting to be a friend yes. because initially he was just this person that life was happening to all the time. Yeah, there's no way you're going to be a mm. friend I, to anybody yeah. like, you know, and he started when you're being like an that. active participant, like being at rallies, yeah. starting... Um, a music group. Yes, like, Crucial Rocker. Oh, man. <laughs> and him finding books and writing in jail, I was like, we found love in a hopeless place. Listen. Like, literally. <laughs> I'm so glad this is a true story because it really tells us that they, there's always one thing to cling on to. It's not saying invalidate everything that you are feeling, but just mm. always know that there's something. There's something. And yeah. the worst that we experience, it may be the worst now, but the better that like the same way we understand that what's the worst possible scenario we need yeah. to understand what's the best possible scenario in everything that we go through yeah. because as much as we all know things can get really bad they also can get really good exactly. so i think this is what it this episode really inspired a lot of hope in me and the fact that he got re reunited with his family afterwards yeah. and actually has a cordial relationship with them was really inspiring as well because i was like there's a light at the end there's of the a tunnel. light at the end but of the it tunnel, felt like the world and in that moment we speak about that often where in that moment it feels it feels like you're in and the especially dark. for someone like alex i mean come on it he was in the dark for his whole literally, life literally point, literally you know, and he was he was there yeah i just feel like even though he was in the dark for his whole life there were always moments like yeah. of hope yeah. the fact that he met like these wonderful young black people yeah. who introduced him to his culture and helped himself, him embrace it to yeah. the point where he started championing it and yeah. fighting for it. I was like, and actually, oh like embracing it to the point where he's now a, a an author, he was like a whole author, but also a musician and <laughs> leading protests. Yeah. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I think like as much as this one was extremely short. Mm -hmm. It's because I enjoyed it so much and I think everyone should watch it. Yeah. And I think if we go any deeper, we would be spoiling we'll be the spoiling experience it, yeah. for others. It's, but it's, it's pretty cut and dry. Yeah. If, if you're looking for a story of hope, if you're looking for something that you can relate to, because mm. I think that a lot of us, especially as young black South Africans mm. who, like I always say that growing up, as much as there were people in my life who were like affluent, who were doing it, Nobody said these are the steps. Like yeah. I know my mom like went to varsity, so I knew okay, I have to grow up, I have to go to varsity. But to dream, yeah. I is something that I really only became conscious of yeah. much later in my life. I did not know that you could dream, that you could speak a wonderful life, like to like speak yourself into a wonderful life and actually work towards leading a wonderful life and i think i'm i'm so grateful for 
people who are actually documenting their lives yeah. and putting it out there and showing us that it is possible yeah. and that if you hold on to purpose and you hold on to that small voice because yeah. we've all got that small voice that says to us you are worthy mm. you will be great this is below you like the situation that you're in now is not the end yeah. because for as long as we are upset for as long as we are sad when we are in uncomfortable and like bad situations where we can identify that we are being mistreated mm -hmm. there's hope because in seeing that mistreatment and in having those frustrations in being sad in being angry it means that we are acknowledging that we deserve better yeah. so i don't think those are just only negative feelings that we should push away no. i think there are feelings that should fuel us towards the better that we know we we deserve yeah. because if there was no hope then we wouldn't be feeling agitated by the bad situations that we're in mm. which is how people like alex have actually managed to go on yeah. and write novels and inspire so many young black people yeah. but even so guys for as long as you're angry yeah. for as long as you're sad it means that you haven't accepted the situation it means that you know there is better there's for better. you yeah and i mean embrace that vulnerability as well yes. like i think if there's one thing about this anthology film series it has it's it's been seeing black people that vulnerable yes um, yes very i think to see you know young black boys and black men depicted in that vulnerable way and caring for yes, each other and, and creating a community exactly. for each other yeah was very important yeah I, really I, powerful stuff so this one is a bit on on the heavy side but there are very light moments yes yeah um and like that'll keep you going yeah especially with the moments with the which is a big central theme with yeah. the wardrobe and yes. the other um his best friend and the music like making fun of him yeah. and like teaching him so guys like please watch this if you haven't seen it yeah. we're going to be live tweeting when it drops yeah. it's also going to be available on DSTV catch up mm -hmm. so please watch and enjoy yes. and I think this is one that you should actually watch with your parents if you live with them Definitely. because they will relate so much to the come up story because yeah. most of our parents have like stories very similar to this even though they might not have that layer of family for the first time for yeah. the first few years being white and you being mistreated mm -hmm. but yeah please watch this one was short because this film is my favorite yeah. and the most amazing of them all so yeah thank you to thank bbc you. for sponsoring this Once again. and thank you for listening guys yes. see you next episode okay, bye, bye.